um, because it's about just a gentle wash to take some of those bits and debris that can collect on the outer parts or even bacteria like that lives on the skin that synthesizes sweat sometimes creates a waste that smells. It's like BO in your yeah, armpits. Exactly, yes. Not because your badge smells. <laughs> Because you got sweat, and you got the breakdown of sweat by bacteria, and it created a waste, and that waste can smell like B.O. Hello, honey, and welcome to Honey Do Me Podcast. I'm Cass. And I'm Emma, and we're just two gals looking for a good lay. Aren't we all? (laughs) But when it comes to sex, we're just as lost as you and have no idea what we're doing. Luckily, we will stop at nothing to get the answers we need. Cue our expert guests. We're ready to overshare and ask all the embarrassing questions so you don't have to. By the end of every episode, you will be dripping in actionable steps and ready to take on the damn world. Or at least take it from behind. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us, honey. How do you do you? Hello. Hello. Look at how cute me and your dog are. I know. Just cuddle bugging. This makes me really happy. Every time I move, he moves his head to be on my lap. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not going to move. He loves snuggles. I feel me like when too. you're here, he acts like he isn't well taken care of. I know. He <laughs> acts like the tortured soul that he is. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Refuge. Refuge. In Emma's lap. No, him and I just both have a darkness in us, I think, um, <laughs> and a need for attention, a deep, a deep-seated deep need. need for attention. And we'll do whatever dramatic, um, I was going to say violent, but that wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't the word. Um, <laughs> that you need to do to get Yeah, get just point whatever across. we need to do. Dra- yeah. yeah, just dramatic. Let's go with that. Let's yeah. leave violent to the side. Right. That's a different story. Well, our dogs have a lot of toot, and I know we're going to be mm-hmm. those girls that talk about our dogs, but I don't fucking care. <laughs> They're cute. I've, I've already told you this story, but like my dog threw a shoe at me when I wasn't <laughs> giving him enough attention. So we have another dog in the house that's my mm-hmm. roommate's, and I was petting her. My roommate, just kidding, the dog. <laughs> uh, this is actually a very kinky story. This is a very kinky story. We are playing cats. Uh, <laughs> Meow. <laughs> and my dog knows how to like bark and like paw at me to get mm-hmm. my attention. Um, and then this time he did that and then went away, came back with a shoe and dropped it on me um, and then just looked at me. Said, Mom, you're a bitch. Yeah, and closed himself <laughs> in my room, which he also knows how to yes. do, which is close himself in rooms and closets. So he's dramatic like you. Yeah. 100%. He's 100% dramatic. <laughs> is what we're like getting me. to. Yeah. This is a a switch. Okay. But the the words are related. Puppy play? Mhm. You've heard of that. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Not shaming anybody. Not obviously. shaming anybody. Um, like as in one person is wearing a collar and like swats at them with a newspaper and like they potty in the house. Is that what it is? That's what that's what I think of when I think is of that puppy what you've play. Watched? <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. That's what uh, me and the roommate do. <laughs> <laughs> I told you yeah. we play kittens. Sometimes we play puppies. Yeah, um, I, that's what I think of. And mm. I mean, if that floats your boat, cool. Do is that my lifestyle? Never. Mm. What about you? I've never tried it, and I don't think it's for me. But I've just always been curious. I would love to bring somebody on to just talk about some of those like kinkier scenarios yeah you know what the I mean? like 24 7 type of lifestyle yes kinks exactly foreshadowing foreshadowing we might have something coming we have no idea about it now but we will <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds cool right yeah. because i feel like even though that is beyond the the idea of like what we usually do which is mm-hmm. like understanding how to have good sex for yourself it's so interesting it is and it's kind of the root of what started this for us was mm-hmm. just a curiosity yeah because we wanted to do all mm-hmm. of the things that were like, quote unquote, taboo to mm-hmm. a lot of people. Not do them. We wanted to go explore <laughs> well, and like too. talk to people <laughs> about all that stuff. Um, and so it's just interesting to talk to people who live a different life than you. I agree. And I think bringing that playful curiosity wherever you go is oh the God. best <laughs> travel I'm buddy you could possibly have. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I meant that seriously, but I said it nasally because I get embarrassed to say To say deep things. things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> totally feel that. How's your week been? It's been. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it has been. It's chugging along. Everything's fine. Good. I can't think of anything bad or good, but. <laughs> okay, good. I I've guess. been in Reiki. Yeah. I've been going to Reiki 
pretty consistently and that's been very eye-opening very good I've just never done any of that type of like energy slash body work before so Mm -hmm. very interesting lots is coming up yeah but nothing I'm comfortable sharing (laughs) (laughs) nothing I am at all okay on yeah (laughs) and if that doesn't tell you how intense it is because I talk about my butthole here yeah you do (laughs) Uh, coming soon (laughs) tbd tbd well okay cool I didn't ask you how are you uh i'm fine i'm good i saw this tiktok of a new way to start your morning Mm -hmm. and i forget who it was is it the jump out of bed thing no i do not have enough energy (laughs) to jump out of bed i can't picture that (laughs) maybe with athletic greens Mm. um (laughs) foreshadowing foreshadowing (laughs) um but it's a way to be like you wake up and i don't remember the creator or the name Mm -hmm. of this like phenomena but you wake up and you're like what if and then you say everything good that could happen Oh, like a couple days ago, we had a TikTok that I mm-hmm. made and it like it didn't go like viral, mm-hmm. but it got like a, a few thousand, yeah. 10,000, whatever. But I woke up that morning and I'm like, what if I make really good content today? What mm-hmm. if one of my TikToks go viral? What if, and like you just say like these really happy things yes. that could happen. And I feel like that just sets your day up to be more of like an exciting mystery than like a routine. I love that because yeah. I spend much of my day thinking about what could go wrong. <laughs> yeah. um, and usually I do too. Yeah. Especially right now that we're like kind of stressed with like just mm-hmm. shit. It was like such a different switch. I love that. And you know, it's funny. I saw that TikTok as well. I let it go for two seconds and then I skipped it. <laughs> What if so, you stayed longer on TikTok? What if, uh, fuck you. Yeah, what if, oh, no, fuck you. Uh, yeah. yeah, what if no? <laughs> what if not? What if no? What if I didn't do that today? Yeah, what if, shut up. What if I didn't get out of bed today? What That's, if? I, what if, that would also be a good day. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, just two different approach, approaches to the same thing. Yeah, I just Which had is completely fine. a fun idea. Um going on a little bit of a tangent but that's okay i'm redoing my room a little bit right now and Mm -hmm. i want to get a projector Mm -hmm. in there what if you projected porn how intense would that be i projected (laughs) porn (laughs) i think that's that sounds really cool it kind of sounds like you'd live in it doesn't it sound kind of cool yeah like you'd be a part of the porn be ethical i don't know know. we'll see (laughs) we'll see (laughs) but my partner and i are talking about it's my porn it's my business (laughs) In my business. It's not your business. Because um, my partner and I were like, oh, fuck, if we get a projector, we're just going to like stay in bed all day. We're like never going to get out of bed on the weekends. Right. And he was like, but that's great. And I was like, yeah. yeah, I guess it is. But then I was like, oh, I guess you can make it kinky too. Yeah. There's like a lot you can do with a projector. <laughs> I mean, all of it involves just watching things. So. No, but like you could put on like a big campfire and then you're camping. <laughs> okay. And then you're having sex at the campfire. <laughs> You could put on Bridgerton and then you're having sex in Bridgerton. Oh, yeah. No, that's true. It's like it's like scene play. Yeah. Scenescapes. Yeah. That's fair. I really like your idea. Thank you. I think what ifs and projectors are your takeaways. <laughs> yeah. We're and just also projecting so much good into the world. <laughs> yeah. But we have another takeaway for we today. We do, uh, because that's what the episode is about. We are talking with Therese Clark, the creator of Lady Sweet. Mm-hmm. To all taking care of vulva or and or sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. And like, when have you ever heard of a product specifically designed to like exfoliate and soften and moisturize and take care of your fucking sensitive skin? Your fucking nether regions. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, we all have our skincare routines, our million step skincare routines, but I don't have a routine. For her down there. My coot For my... My what? My coot My coot coot. <laughs> Is it an SNL skit? Mm. And uh, she said, my, my Kate... Uh, Kate who? Winslet. <laughs> Kate Winslet. No, Kate McKinnon. Oh. Said my coot coot. It was really funny. Yeah. Uh, whatever you like to call it down there. Your mm-hmm. yoni, your, mm-hmm. but your there's special a, spot. There's a lot of also like just good... Like what you're doing wrong. Yes. Too how you're like kind of contributing to like maybe a really smelly day and like some normalization Mm -hmm. as well because you know something we haven't really talked about is like the random itch that you can't really (laughs) scratch and what's going on and like how it's not really fair that you just have to sit there and try and rub on the seam of your jeans while some fucking douchebag with a ball sack (laughs) is like scratching over his pants their pants this is so unfair the world that we live in and i'm pretty sure we talk about queefs again probably probably because you gotta get a scratch somehow (laughs) (laughs) 
on that note, we'll see you on the other side, I hope. I'm Therese Clark, and I am the CEO and founder of Lady Sweet. We are one of the first modern feminine care brands to focus on the importance of vulva skin health. That is vulva with an A, not vulva with an O. It is not a car. <laughs> your interior of your car. Just letting you know. Um, it's the external skin that is that comprises the, the vulva on the outside of the vagina. So that's something I want to make clear. Um, and we're trying to help undo stigmas and tire taboos that se- separate us from our whole body health. Mm-hmm. And we love that work and we love Lady Sweet. So we're mm-hmm. so excited to talk today about vulva skin. Um, so can we start off with how is vulva skin different from like the skin on our stomach or the inner thighs? Like how is that different and need to be taken care of especially? Yeah, you know, it's, I'll, I'll say this first. If you have a mound of pubic hair, you might not even be attuned to your vulva skin. And, and that's totally fine. And I think a lot of times it's not until you have some sort of hormonal change, like, you know, perimenopause, menopause, or, you know, even like postpartum after pregnancy that you would even be attuned to it. But a lot of times the gateway drug, I'll just say into like understanding your skin or knowing that it even exists is probably an ingrown hair, something Mm -hmm, like that. mm -hmm. Um, So the skin is much thinner. It's the thinnest skin site on the body. Um, It is near a mucous membrane, your, i.e. your vagina. It's more warm and moist. Love the warm voice. Love it. Down there. Like Florida. The <laughs> I don't know. We'll just repeat that word a couple times. Um, the hair, how come moist is okay for cake, but not okay for when we I talk about know, all this? Um, right? You know? but That's a good question. Hair, <laughs> the hair follicles are actually larger. So not only is it um, more absorbent because of it's closer to a mucous membrane, but it's more absorbent because the hair follicles are larger. In addition, it's a more acidic pH. And pH gets thrown around a lot in mm-hmm. um, skincare, but essentially, if you think of let's just say a water-based product, and if if the, on a scale of zero to fourteen, if water is neutral at seven, basically anything you know below seven is more acidic. Anything beyond is more alkaline. And you know our skin is more acidic here because there are good bacteria that make something called lactic acid. Um, and lactic acid is, you know, more acidic and that keeps the bad bacteria away, um, and, and feeds the good bacteria. So, you know, we, it's, there's a lot going on down there, you know, for a small surface area, it's like a, it does so much for us. And I think, you know, part of, you know, subconsciously why I probably got into this is because I just didn't know much about it. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind, or you suffer in silence. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So with the vulva skin, so obviously when we think about like the vagina, I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. of course the inside skin is very sensitive. Mm -hmm. Like I know because (laughs) I know, know. (laughs) but so the outside skin is sensitive as well and has like a pH. I guess, does all skin have a pH? I have so many questions. All skin has a pH. It has an acid mantle where good guys like to live. But we've been so overexposed in other skin parts of our body that, you know, a lot of times that acid mantle, that barrier gets uh, compromised. And so if if you think about, you know, um, it's it's one giant immune organ. It doesn't stop, right, you know, at your chest. It Mm -hmm. keeps going. And that that comprises your, your vulva as well. And I think... You know, if you, like I said, if you have a, a mound of pubes, which good, great, um, you probably, you have your protective padding. You're not going to see as much. You're not going to probably experience a lot of like shaving issues that, you know, 60% of women develop more chronic irritations from just shaving alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, the last stat I read was like 84% of women either have groomed down there or are grooming down there in the U.S. Um, and so a lot of us develop something you know, probably first from shaving. Mm-hmm. Um, I was different because I had a hypothyroid condition in my late 20s and it just fucked up every, I mean, my hair fell out, eyebrows thin, gained a bunch of weight, but then the first signs were really in my skin and down there did not care. It was like, you know what, I'm taking you down too. <laughs> um, and so that was like my first foray into shit. Like what, what is going on? And then I sort of peeked at the fem care part of the industry that I've been in for a long time. And it wasn't, it wasn't pretty. 
Oh gosh, that is just, you got a one-two punch with that one. <laughs> but I guess that's what led you into your future career. So, thanks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for it, I guess. I know some good things happen out of painful struggles mm-hmm. and situations. But right. you know, I learned so much. I in my research. Well, first of all, I have a mom. Mm-hmm. Thank God she's still alive, and she's an OBGYN, like labor delivery nurse. Has never said the word vulvar vagina in front of me ever. <laughs> Oh my oh, wow. <laughs> he is old school Asian Catholic, cannot, you know, there's soap opera on. Some someone's kissing, she leaves the room. Like she's just not, she's, you know, not from the United States originally. Mm-hmm. She's from the Philippines. It's, you know, like they just didn't talk mm-hmm. about women, let alone women's, you know, lady parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had sisters, and we weren't like the kinds of sisters like the Kardashians that like show like <laughs> show like we don't show everything exams on each yes. other you know um which if you do great that's awesome but you know so we weren't sharing information either and so I just went into a world of research and found so many of us have insecurities not just pain but like is my labia inside the lips inside like are those weird am I a different mm-hmm. color what if some dude told someone that she was really like oh um yeah, this doesn't look right compared to what I see on porn. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one guy t- tell me once that he loved my vagine area. And you would think I would be like, yay, but it made me like, oh shit, do I have a fetish? Like what's happening oh. down there? So there's like, all why am I different? Things. Yeah. And they might not affect you, but they affect a lot of women. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm kind of in that same realm of like normalization, because that is somewhere that we've gotten in that's somewhere we've gone in other episodes, but I feel like we don't really talk about the vulva skin itself. So what does like healthy vulva skin Mm -hmm. look like? Mm -hmm. Sure. I mean, all skin, you know, like your skin looks different than mine on my face, Mm -hmm. on your, like mine, probably a different skin tone. I I'm a different skin texture. We work with, we've been working with our advisor, um, Dr. Lily Talakoop, who's a a dermatologist and she's also validated there are different skin types down there. So you could be a little more oily. Like if you have more of your hair and then, or if you live in a humid climate, you have more oil that probably is down there. And then if you're somebody that works out a lot or you have sweaty situations, Mm. um, and then there's someone that's more normal, you know, and then someone like me who just dried out pretty fast. So my skin became, you know, kind of rough, dry, made ingrowns like so much worse and they were becoming chronic issues. So I would say even more than things look other than if you're seeing bumps or more severe redness, um, cause some, some of those happen and then they fade, but if you're seeing more chronic like redness, irritation, some people have eczema, some people have psoriasis, um, it can be just as hypersensitized or as hypersensitive as skin on faces in other places. Oh, wow. It's like its own little ecosystem. ecosystem. You yeah. mentioned oily. So does that mean that you can get acne on oh, your yeah. vulva skin? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, because I've heard think of about, butt like, pimples. Ingrown yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah, they're different. Ingrown hairs are hair grows back into the skin, mm-hmm. but it's sort of the same. You have the inflammation in the hair follicle, the bacteria, and then the combination of dead skin cells that haven't been exfoliated. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden you've got this bump and, um, and sometimes that bump can go away just like a zit. And then sometimes it's cystic and you're like, Oh hell. Yeah. Um, the hard part about that is you're like, great. Do I have a golf ball size cancer? <laughs> do I have an STD? Like, do I have right, yeah. freaking warts? Like what mm-hmm. the fuck's going on? And, and that's the scary part is when you're in your head and you start Googling about those kinds yes, of things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. I'll put myself out there. Like I've told, like I, I didn't even remember that until you were asking about like acne. Mm-hmm. I've totally gotten like whitehead type of situations yeah, exactly. on like yeah. the lips or on my bikini line or something. And I never knew if that was like something I was like I was doing wrong or if that was normal part of the skin or why it was even happening. But that's crazy that it can be more oily or like it has its own skin well, type. Well, it makes sense. You always got it like for the most part, you're like covered up. up and it's all like denim on denim. Suck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're not letting it breathe very it often. Breathe. Yeah. 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 So how important can is it to let your. Can I turn the tables? Like, yes. Do you do you groom down there or do you just like kind of let it. Do you go in and out? Or do you like let it go? I groom mostly. I mean, sometimes when I'm like 
in a more depressed state, I'll let it go. Um, but definitely groom. I know. I totally know what you mean. Yeah. It's not just let that go. It's we let everything go. Exactly. That's, that's more of one of many things that happen in those states. But, um, yeah, Yeah. I, I used to shave and I actually just prefer more hair down there. So like when it gets super long, I'll use my manscaped like lawnmower to like trim it up. But I just prefer, and it it still has hair. Like I just prefer having hair 24 seven for the most part. Yeah. And, and you're not alone. I think there's so many, many more um, people that have decided to, you know, keep their pubic hair where, you know, I'm from, I'm Gen X. I'm, I'm like a little older than everybody. And it was kind of became a thing in college where I just shaved everything off and Mm -hmm. like kind of kept it off. And now, and then I did waxing and then laser. And now I kind of wish I'd kept a little more it grows back like harry potter's scar now like oh my god like what the fuck i don't even know which way to go like so it's weird but you know there's nothing worse than i live in a a beach town and then you know if i have like pubes sticking out like that's super fun Um, right but like i said it's the skin is still there and you know if you don't i always say if you don't have a problem great but it's when you have a problem and then you're like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. And it's not like you're going to make a gynecologist appointment every time you have something. Um, but obviously if you're having more chronic things happening down there, like abnormal o- odors or these, you know, bu- irritative bumps that just won't go away, then that's your cue like to get help. But most of the time you can, there's things that can help now where there wasn't yesterday. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Hundred yeah. percent. And is that what you mean by we saw on the website when we were looking into Lady Sweet that your vulva skin is hormone responsive? So is that what mm-hmm. that means? What you're explaining right now? Yeah, I mean, yeah, a little bit because there's a few things that can trigger some skin surface sensitivities that we can see, and then sometimes that we can feel. Some of those are physical stressor stressors. Some of it's psychological stress or emotional stress, and some of it's hormones. So. During different like parts of your cycle, you may dip in estrogen or you may have more estrogen. Um, or when you get into perimenopause, menopause, you just don't make enough circulating estrogen and you start to lose like skin elasticity. A lot of the same things that happen when we age. And the reason why we don't talk about aging or anti-aging, because the point is not to, I mean, maybe for some women, which is great, not to like take wrinkles away. Mm-hmm. It's really to make support the skin because she, he, they skin goes through a lot. It, mm-hmm. it just does. It, it's one of those areas that, you know, we're wiping all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're having sex, we're pulling tampons out. We're, you know, like think about your day. And I've seen my niece who's like eight years old squirm. She's like, Ugh. and I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, my vulva itches and burns. And it's because she like had sand in there and now she's, mm-hmm. you know, and then she'll mm-hmm. just do a layer of the oil and it's great. Was, By the way, I don't market to eight-year-olds. I yeah. don't she's my niece. She's, we have moms using it on babies. Cool. Like the, yeah, that's great. Oil on like skin, baby skin and things mm-hmm. like that. But um, it's not so much that we're marketing to teens. We're just saying there are options out there. So we've just gotten accustomed to just like, we'll get over this itch or we'll get over that. Yeah. And, but you, and you can get over it, but you don't have to, you can, you can, there's some things that can help you. Mm -hmm. That was a huge epiphany for me because there have, like, if I'm being (laughs) honest, there have been so many times in my life where I'm like, Oh, I'm just like uncomfortable right now. Or I just like, I have an itch and it's just uncomfortable. And I just like have to be in the fucking meeting that I'm in Mm -hmm. and just like make (laughs) eye contact with these fucking guys that will never understand. Never understand. And I'm just like sitting here with an itchy vulva. Yeah. Like, yeah, we shouldn't have to no, deal with that. You, they can move their balls around and they exactly. don't care. Exactly. But we can't, like, <laughs> care. we can't stick our fingers up there and start itching, which have I to have. Like. Um, you know, but I, I think, like, it's it's one thing if you just have an itch. It's another mm-hmm. thing if you're always feeling itchy or yeah. your pH balance is just off and you know something's off. And it might not even be a yeast infection. It's just... Mm-hmm. There's some pH things happening, you mm-hmm. know, where you used a, you sat in a bubble bath or a jacuzzi too long. You know, you're a wearing bubble the wrong bath or j- <laughs> Can a jacuzzi really do that? Because of the chlorine, I'm assuming, right? I was yeah, like, wait, some, not that yeah, I'm in a jacuzzi that much, but just was triggering. Yeah, there's, it can, I love, I would, I can be in one for two, three hours at a time. And mm-hmm. I just know I'm going to pay, probably pay for it because I'm more sensitive. But certainly some women don't feel a thing. And it's like sometimes some people have perfect skin and they never have an issue. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. some people do. It's sort of the same. It's no different. It's just that our vulvas usually have a lot of hair on them and 
in these cases, most of them are sensitized because they don't Mm -hmm. um, or because they're going through different life stages. Right. And then diabetes, endocrine disruption, Mm -hmm. like the hypothyroid, like me, chemotherapy, cancer, like that changes your whole skin anyway. Um, But you can't use what I use up here down Down there. there. A lot of ingredients are too harsh and not just unnatural ones, natural ones too. Mm -hmm. Um, They're in too high of percentages. So it's not like you can put 10% vitamin C down there or like, you know, a retinol Mm -hmm. down there. So it's also, you know, what am I putting down there? What's the percentage? What's the pH? Mm-hmm. Um, am I hurting? Am I doing more harm than good? And that's the, all the questions we have to ask ourselves. And knowing that the skin might be constantly sensitized by, like, if someone's razoring, like, using a razor three or four days, maybe more a week, they're annihilating their skin barrier, and they're just going to be more sensitive to any ingredient. So that's something mm-hmm. we have to think about too. Is you know, the more you perturb or you know hurt your skin barrier, the more it's like, ah, I'm too weak now. I yeah. don't know. I wasn't allergic to bananas yesterday, but now I'm but today, allergic to bananas. Yeah, today, yeah. No bananas. Up, but, you know, yeah. It's kind of like your diet. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's used yeah. to this thing. And then all of a sudden you, you know, maybe you got the flu and then your immune system is building back up and then you ate something and it went through this hole in your gut lining that you've eaten before. And all of a sudden your immune system's like, eh, you're in the wrong place. We're going to make a memory. And now we don't like you anymore. So next time you eat something, you're like, shit, how about, how did I become allergic to this? crazy you know? wow yeah there's a lot of science yeah. bombs being dropped yeah right <laughs> there's so much I have so many questions <laughs> mm-hmm. one of those so you started to go into some of the things that you know do cause irritation just everyday things that we're doing wiping taking out tampons all of that are there any other things that we do on a daily basis that you're like oh if you could do that a little less it might help yeah, I think if you're using, I'd rather, you know, like a lot of OBGYNs will say, don't use anything. And like, mm-hmm. they're, I'm sorry, I'll just say it. A lot of them don't even know the skin. Um, it's why we dermatologists test. I like OBGYNs. I think some are more progressive, mm-hmm. but really their training is like internal and about babies yeah. and STDs. And, and, you know, so that's an area that gets overlooked. It's kind of like, um, like I said earlier, if you're using like crappy tampons mm-hmm. full of fragrance or you're using like your you know body wash that's too alkaline down there it's gonna start mm-hmm. to itch and burn over time um yeah. so like I'd rather you do nothing than use a bunch of perfumes and deodorants and things like with a lot of synthetic fragrance or you know irritants mm-hmm. um and then not don't use it. You don't use your tea tree oil in an essential oil bottle down there. You will burn mm-hmm. the shit out of your skin. Like has to be formulated right. Like there's a lot of my hippie friends who are like, I put garlic down there, and then I don't know what happened. And like maybe what... like don't do that. Mm-hmm. Just because it's organic or natural or like limited ingredients does not mean that yeah. it is safe. What are your thoughts no. on jojoba oil? We love it. I mean, I okay. use it. Organic jojoba oil or jojoba oil mimics human sebum very closely. Okay. So it's why like you can use it if you have acne skin. Um, so we want to use things that your skin knows, but loses over time. And that's kind of the goal when we're formulating. So, so much better, better to baby your skin than it is to annihilate and over exfoliate. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool with it. Cause it's not like an essential oil. It's more of like one of those um, oils that has a lot of fatty acids, omegas, mm-hmm. And those are things we lose quickly. Like you lose, like these, these components that comprise your skin barrier, these fatty acids, these moisture rich lipids and, you know, things you'll have to look up later. Um, <laughs> these, we, we need these because that lipid barrier is right under our acid mantle. It keeps water in. It keeps things like, like visibly looking nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's part of your, your skin structure. And then we lose like 30% of those lipids by, or like 40% by 30 and like 60% by 40. So, you know, that's why so many, um, I think wellness or skincare brands say supplement with omega fatty acids, eat salmon because our body doesn't produce those easily on its own. Okay. Omega nine is the only one, but omega three, six, we don't make those. So it would take you a lot of You'd have to eat a shitload of plants and nuts and meat or whatever your mm-hmm. poison is to get those omegas. But your internal vaginal canal, like your vagina, likes them. 
um, and then your external skin likes them. And so we make sure we formulate with things like jojoba because they're rich in those, those lipids. Okay. Yeah. I use that. Yeah. I was told by a nurse, um, to use it when it's like my vulva is really itchy when I'm having, um, mm-hmm. when I'm having my yeast infections, cause I used to get them <laughs> so much. Um, uh-huh. so she suggested using jojoba oil and it was like a life changer to me as like another thing I could use like in between like medication, if mm-hmm. whatever. I um, like her. She sounds, she sounds <laughs> like she knows what she's talking about because you think about, um, yeast infections, I have type one diabetic patients and they're, they're, they have a lot of circulating sugar clients. I should say, and I'm not a doctor and they, um, <laughs> not a doctor <laughs> for the record, but, um, they, you know, you have a lot of external itching that happens. It doesn't just happen mm-hmm. on the inside. And so I'm not saying put jojoba up inside. Maybe mm-hmm. she can say that, but your external skin needs some soothing and some love too. Um, and instead of like some of those steroidal creams or things that right. they work fast, but then they start to compromise your skin over time. Mm-hmm. I really want to get into more about like the Lady Sweet products and building like your vulva skincare routine. But I do have one quick question. Do you have a toilet paper that you really like? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it's so funny because my husband buys like the Trader Joe's. He's like mm-hmm. from Oregon, so he wants to save a tree. And like we're, we try to practice sustainability too. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't like scented toilet paper like of Mm-mm. any kind. Um, and I'm not, mem- I'm not memorizing this brand name cause he buys it, but it's not the thin papery kind. And it's not the thick, thick quilty kind. It's like sort of right in the middle. So I'll make okay. sure that I send you that name, but it's such a great yeah. question. Just don't pick anything that is like so soft that it stays in the labia bits. It's like yeah. the mm-hmm. folds and the crevices cause yeah. that happens by the way, that skin's like that to trap dirt and debris. Um, and, and just, you know, the vulva is the external part that's not self-cleansing. Right. The, that was my other question. <laughs> yes. So no, no one's going to come clean that for you, um, but your <laughs> vaginas, most vaginas are self-cleansing. Like mm-hmm. I have transgender friends that those, their vaginas aren't, they're, mm-hmm. they're you know, um, you know, surgically created vaginas and those aren't self-cleansing. They have mm-hmm. similar epithelia, like similar skin, but mm-hmm. you know, so these are the things that we're, we're thinking about, but yeah, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, there's, I still haven't found my perfect underwear. I would love mm-hmm. advice on that from you guys. We're still trying. I'm still trying <laughs> as well. When we yeah. find one, we will definitely let you know. Yeah. My favorites have been Maybe. that, like, what is that material? The no seam material. Oh, you know what? I will say mm-hmm. I love NYX. K-N-I-X. I love NYX. I've only gotten their period underwear, but they are so fucking comfortable that I am going to get their regular. Okay. Yeah. It is Um, 10 out of 10. I just wrote that down. Here's the thing. I don't know what happened, but the crotch got like thinner. Yes. Yes. So now it's like lip cleavage and I Mm -hmm. hate that feeling. I don't understand why that happened. I guess my dryer, but yeah, all of my underwear on like my lacy ones, they just get thinner and thinner. And then I have a thong on both ends and I'm just like, I don't know what to do with this. I feel like the NYX ones are wide enough. Okay, good. Because that's what I'm looking for. Maybe we'll make the Spanx of underwear crotches because, Mm -hmm. you know, I just want everything just... just just hold me in exactly nicely me in. and, br- and yes. so I can breathe, but mm-hmm. also feel supported. Yeah. Held, but right. free. <laughs> Absolutely. And then also on the same thing as with toilet paper, I feel like I've asked this with someone else before, but I don't remember. Um, what is your word on um, like wet naps or like, what am I thinking? Oh, like wet wipes, wet wipes. Like when you have, okay. when people have those in their bathroom, like, is that something you use instead of toilet paper? Is that something you use just when you're feeling like you need a little, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sorry. I love that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'll just turn that one up. Yeah. Yeah, sound um, you know, it really depends. I think the big controversy with any feminine cleanser was first of all, what's in it, you know, mm-hmm. is it hurting or helping? Because the conventional care, um, big box brands for so long told us to douche, um, which is completely douche baggy, like you're not supposed (laughs) to douche. And then they also said, you know, you smell, so you need flowers and you need to smell like, you know, you just came out of like Bath and Body Works. So first and foremost, like what's the solution in the wipe, right? Mm -hmm. And then the wipe itself, fine. 
you can use a wet wipe. I think the big controversy in beauty, like the clean beauty side is like, is it sustainable? Is it biodegradable? Mm-hmm. Are the wipes, you know, just accumulating in our oceans? Um, so that, that's why I sort of backed away from it. But believe it or not, that's the most requested thing are wipes. Like women just mm-hmm. like to travel with them. They like to feel yeah. fresh. Um, even the word fresh is kind of a controversial word, world, word in vulva care. Cause it's like, oh, you don't need, I don't need to feel fresh. And it's, it's really up to you how you want to feel, but really it's just about, you know, if you're somebody that prefers a little bit more than water um, and some water is compromised, some water's, you know, too neutral for some people, then great. Find a wipe you like, just make sure it doesn't have a bunch of crap in it. Mm-hmm. That's a good tip. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know if it was like an overall answer on how like a hard no. Yeah. Hard no. Or like it can like be it. gentler if you're wiping and you're just feeling a lot of friction down there. Um, which I have definitely gone through phases where I'm like, what's going on? Oh, wow. Why am I wet? like where I've been on cleanses and I'm just peeing so much. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden I'm like, dude, Mm-hmm. It's like I'm raw down there because of the damn toilet paper. And then I'm yes. doing wiping every 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I would like pat, use the patting motion. Yes, exactly. Um, or, you know, use a, use a wet wipe. Mm-hmm. I was going to suggest the padding yeah. motion. I was like, sometimes, cause I go to the bathroom all day. Like my bladder has turned into yeah. my father's bladder. I have, it's like this big. Anyway, Your prostate. Mine is just, <laughs> it's just really, you know, but um, so yeah. So, um, the padding so method. like on a road trip you wouldn't be the best person to bring i'm the worst cross country yeah, yeah me too it's gotten real um, bad I'm not gonna lie <laughs> i mean if you apply the same logic we do to babies like i've never seen any mom take a toilet paper roll out and wipe her kids you know they mm-hmm. she, they always take a wet wipe and it's kind of like why did we stop that yeah, <laughs> yeah. decide that adulthood had to be so abrasive yeah. <laughs> that's so true that's so true why do i have uh, to suffer just because i'm older like that that's right the worst i hate being an adult. well if you ever decide to make wet wipes we'll, we'll be first we'll in test line. them out yeah, yeah. yeah um, <laughs> we're debating on doing the solution that you make a wipe out of whatever Ooh. you're using or do we put them in the wipes um tbd Mm-hmm. I like that idea yeah. though. That's also mm-hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. In the yeah. realm of cleansing. So something that we've talked about before and kind of gotten, you know, like a no, don't put anything there unless it's a very mm-hmm. sensitive soap, which even then I have trouble with because I'm like, which soap is sensitive? Which yeah. soap is sensitive enough? Is it like a bar soap? Because mm-hmm. no, no. And I just, yeah. So can you talk a little bit about cleansing the vulva sure. as well as your yeah. cleanser? So, you know, uh, we weren't really going to go into hygiene. The first product we did was the oil. And I was kind of staying away from hygiene because I know mm-hmm. the controversy and OB guides and, and just like germs have been with like new skincare brands that are not medical. And, mm-hmm. and I always say to each their own, but soap tends to collect more bacteria. So, and they have like, you know, certain ingredients in some soaps, a lot of OBs will recommend Dove or something like Dove sensitive. And I'm not going to put down any brand because I think Dove's smart enough to do the right thing, but soaps tend to sit in your shower and collect a bunch of bacteria. So that's why I don't like to use soap. And a lot of times they can leave a film, um, or, you know, feel like a little drying on the skin, not all soaps, but most, I stopped using soaps in like seventh grade. Um, (laughs) just wasn't for me because I had to share a shower with five kids and like, that's just like the, the worst aftermath of a soap you've ever seen yeah I so, bet. you know it's just not cute that soap mm, that um soap. so some soaps are not for me and so when we were developing a cleanser what the point wasn't to leave you squeaky clean we actually mm-hmm. got had a customer call and say i like your cleanser i feel better but it doesn't leave me squeaky clean squeaky clean usually means it's foaming a lot um mm-hmm. it's sizing and it's going to take some of the that natural moisture that we need especially down there um so we made it so we don't soap like it doesn't suds there's mm-hmm. no bubbles and there's yeah. no foam um because it's about just a gentle wash to take some of those bits and debris that mm-hmm. can collect on the outer parts or even bacteria like that lives on the skin that synthesizes sweat sometimes creates a waste that smells. Mm-hmm. It's like BO in your yeah, armpits. Exactly. Not because yes. your badge smells. 
because you got sweat and you got the breakdown of sweat by bacteria and it created a waste and that mm. waste can smell like BO. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's more of the odor that we're, we're dealing with. Not like, Oh God, you probably probably should see your doctor if something's fishy. So right. I would just say most soaps in my personal humble opinion aren't right for down there. And then pH balance, um, you know, if they're soaps made with water, you know, what's the pH, if it's too alkaline, um, then that can create dryness and itchiness. Mm-hmm. And will all soaps say that on the back? Like, will they have that whole acidic breakdown yeah. or no? It's not required by the FDA to call out the pH. Bummer. Mm. You know? So it's kind of like a gamble yeah. anytime you're trying to find a soap that's right for your body. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, it's, Skincare is always going to be a little bit of a gamble because your chemistry is different than her chemistry. Your microbiome is always changing. Right. Your diet changes. Things affect your skin. Your skin's like the like the barrier, but it also reacts to a lot of the things that you decide to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but most women in their reproductive years have an acidic pH down there. It's when we get more into menopause and beyond, when we have less circulating estrogen, less good bacteria, that's when our pH can change and become higher, mm-hmm. which then might mean an acidic cleanser might sting. Right. So it's, it is a careful, so we, we even say like, Hey, you know, this is good for most women, but patch tests, because if you're going through something, um, like my 75 year old mother-in-law loves it, but we've had one older woman with who was immune compromised that it was just too stingy for her. So it's not perfect, but we try to be as universal as possible, as benign as possible. It's not about being active. It's about caring for the skin. Mm -hmm. And so um, we know we have a couple more cleansers um, that we're probably going to create just for specific skin types. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. We've both used the cleanser and Mm -hmm. I can obviously speak for myself. A gentle wash is the perfect way to put Mm -hmm. it because you don't want squeaky clean down there because to me, squeaky clean means dry Dry. too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are days when it's like a little stinkier, a little itchier. And there are days when I want like a little bit of a cleanse. And Mm -hmm. so I think this really is the perfect product because so many times you're like, yeah, you can't do anything down there. It's a self-cleaning organ. But that was one of my biggest questions was, is the vulva a self-cleaning organ? Because Mm -hmm. it doesn't, I don't think anybody's cleaning it down there. I think it's my job. (laughs) I think that's that's me. I I think think that that one's one's on me. me. I'll tap in for that one. So it's really nice to use a product that like, I haven't had any bad effects. Like it just feels good. Yeah. Well, when you described it as cleaning out like the debris that you'd mm-hmm. get from toilet paper, from tampons, from your underwear, like whatever throughout the day, especially like if you get a little her sweaty. From, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's from when his it's... hands or her hands, whoever you're yes. experiencing at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're touching you down there, you know. Maybe. That's a really good point. Yeah, that's a super good point. After sex, I bet it would feel really good too. Oh my God, I totally didn't think. It's like when you finally realize that you should like clean stuff. Never mind. <laughs> Like you just don't realize that things are touching you and like you should probably clean yourself. Right. You've become so much more aware of that. If you're of the mindset like, hey, we didn't need these back in the day. Why do I need those now? Great. But if you're someone that, you know, might have someone like you might get oral sex that night or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. there's all these things and choices we make that might merit some like a, a cleanser and you might not need one. So we never force the cell mm-hmm. it's something you really 100%. try hard not to do it's you know is force the cell when you don't need it for right. me I love my skincare routine for my face and I'm sure like back in the day they weren't using the like 10 fucking products that I'm using my retinoid all of that stuff and so it's like I really like that I want that for my vulva I care about her too just as much <laughs> as I care about my face not as many people see her yeah but, but yeah, I do important and so I deserve that <laughs> Yeah. I mean, and it's, and it's like you said, it's like, she doesn't need to, or whatever you labeled you're down there. Mm -hmm. Um, doesn't need 10. It just needs maybe a couple, a couple things, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. A little love more so than, you know, water. Mm -hmm. So if you are sold on this product, which I am, what is your, like, um, what's the process of using the cleanser? So is it just for the outside? Like, how do you use it? Yeah. Um, so it is just for the outs. I mean, I have access to this cleanser, so I like it for multiple areas, but just when you're using it for the vulva, it's literally like, like a dime to a nickel size 
Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, just like you would in the shower. It's easier in the shower. I've done bird baths in the sink because sometimes you just got to wash what you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, if you're not washing your hair or anything else. Um, and, and basically what I'll do is if I'm feeling a little chromosome off down there and I'm itch, I have pH strips. So sometimes I'll like stick or put it around my finger, put it in there and just cool. see what's going on. Because it usually like after sex, I'm just like even a few hours or even the day after I'm feeling, I can feel off. And sometimes my pH seems a little elevated and sometimes it is. And sometimes it's not. And I'm just feeling a little itchy, but that helps dictate. And like, if I'm feeling like a little off, I'll just leave that on for a minute. Um, we do have some women that are like, I've left this on as a mask for a couple minutes down there. And I just really felt like it just kind of knocked out some of that BO kind of odor. Um, we had one retailer who was, you know, going through something and she said, yeah, I was just in a really stressful time. I was going through hormonal things and I started to smell and not in a good way. And I tried chlorophyll. I tried deodorants. Mm -hmm. She sat and put this in her pits for, um, five minutes every other day and like she said it just like knocked it out that's anecdotal it's not clinical uh, but <laughs> so cool but really cool yeah, yeah. Um, and then we also know that it's a ph of four which is attuned to your acidic nature down there so it, on your face it acts more like an exfoliating cleanser so if you're acne prone or you know oily prone probiotics are the actives in here the probiotic actives are there's more research in that they're, they kick up your own antimicrobial peptides, your V-defensin, so they help against, you know, acne. They basically, in, like, stimulate your own immune system to work better. Um, and so, like, if you have ingrowns down there, acne, you know, th- those kinds of things, um, this could be a good option. We had a, an office do, like, before and afters on their faces. They volunteered to do it, and it was incredible, like, the results. Um, Holy shit. My God. So if yeah. you can only have one product. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun. This yeah. is I mean, it. Cleanser. This is a good. This is definitely caught up to our oil in terms of sales. I'm not surprised. Oh it's not as expensive, but it's definitely something you can get your head around and you can use it in multiple mm-hmm. ways. Yeah, I didn't know you yeah. could use it for like uh like for a minute or like a mask. You know, mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of just like a soap. You do and you wash it off. Mm-hmm. But so you yeah, can kind of leave most it. People. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you're just just remember if you're feeling a little like more. Um, like itchy or just uncomfortable or you're smelling things that maybe you that are not necessarily from you know bacteria infections where you got to go see your gyno Mm -hmm. um you know then you could you could try that and see if that works for you because it has worked that's so cool what about um using it for your butt yeah use it for your butt I mean (laughs) both the skin is the thinnest sensitive skin so if it's Mm -hmm. okay for there it's likely okay for anywhere else but and your your anus ph is probably a little higher but it's okay. also underexposed skin mo- most most time <laughs> i mean so it's probably more acidic than you know <laughs> um i've used it on my ass and anus and pretty much all that i'll just say cool. it and because i did that today so i'm glad that that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good yeah. that, that's good um other last body part question for now uh from me testicles and penises is Ooh, that yeah. okay too yeah. I mean, we don't, it's called Lady Sweet and, mm-hmm. and rethinking the name, you know, I, w- I was just so women's health, like mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. I was so, okay, I'll just tell you. And when I was, how, I don't know your ages, but I was about, when I was going through my thyroid, um, I was misdiagnosed for two years and I live in LA and I went to a pretty prominent place of a lot of them because I was feeling so lost and out of body. It, de- mm-hmm. you, it creates a feeling of depression. There's just so much going on and this, this doctor, he's like, you know, if you had a penis, we would have figured this out by now. Mm-hmm. And basically he was kind of joking, but also, you know, saying like, look, you're, you've taken a backseat and, mm-hmm. and I, I'm lucky I get to work with a, a leading biochemist. He's super brilliant. He's one of the good ones now in his eighties, he took me under his wing, but he always, you know, he's like trying to cure women's cancer and this and that. And he's like, look, it's just what it is. You know, there's not a lot of science on this skin. He's like, but if you really want to do this, you got to smarten up. And I, I'm like, okay. And then he left the room and never came back. And oh I'm my like, gosh. Okay, what, what am I saying? Like, I'm uh, just smarten up right now. Oh, um, you meant now. Okay. Yeah. Like right now. I'm like, shit. Oh my God. Never came back. <laughs> well, it's mm-hmm. nice to have yeah. someone focusing on like women's health, like ladies. Yeah. That's great to have a product that is focused finally on the labia and the mm-hmm, pH yeah. and what happens bacteria in a vulva and a vagina. So it's like, I'm fine with that. 
Fantastic. Yeah, I think the only reason it came into my head mm-hmm. is because mine is sitting, like it's on a shelf outside of my shower, but I could see my partner who does have a penis and testicles yeah. grabbing it to use it. Oh, if yeah. it's safe enough yeah. for me. Any man will just grab stuff and use it without reading labels. It so. smells good, too. Yeah, so it's, it's like, it's but in like not an overwhelming way, mm-hmm. which That's is like the sweet spot. It's, it yes, yogurty. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. 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 I loved that, which made me um, feel safe. Because uh-huh. like, yeah. yeah, like people have, you know, those like things of like shove yogurt up there if you need help. <laughs> I don't know. Have you not heard that? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Well, she has. So. Depends on the yogurt. Like, you know, depends on the yogurt. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know. Show Bonnie flips. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, men, we have men use our, using our products that, mm-hmm. like, love the oil. They love this product, too, because, you know, this mm. is something we'll get into. But it's, you know, it's for, it, tar- it does target ingrown blemishes and dark spots. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's a more gentle alternative to harsh scrubs. Because a lot of, like, people with bumps or acne, they'll, like, scrub and you can't do yes. that. You can't annihilate the bump. You'll make it worse. You have to soothe the inflammation and, you know, mm-hmm. get, you know, calm the skin down bef- and not try to scrub something off. So like he, my husband will just steal this. Like this is basically his go-to in, in the brand. Yeah. Um, well, let's get into the exfoliant. So I, yeah. I just love having a three-step routine that I do now. Um, so how do you use the exfoliant for someone yeah. So the two daily items, and we'll get to the oil layer, are these two, right? Okay. So this, this is like basically cleanse on the days you want to, but you know, it's always good to moisturize, especially mm-hmm. if you don't have a lot of hair. But if you do have hair, moisturization of that skin is still good. And then moisturize it more, um, softening the skin around the hair follicles too helps the hair, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. so you don't get ingrowns. Um, but this, this one was developed because we had estheticians um, that were saying, hey, we want an exfoliant, but, you know, in our experience, like, there's things that are too harsh mm-hmm. or right. too abrasive. And, like, you know, estheticians, that they, um, some of them believe in dry brushing, some of them believe in scrubs, but when you have active bumps, I don't care who you are, you shouldn't be scrubbing things. We wanted to do a gentler version of a chemical exfoliator because, it will sort of tackle what you see on the surface, but then be able to penetrate deeper inside the hair follicle to mm-hmm. attack the inflammation where it starts in that hair follicle and sort of mitigate that unwanted bacteria. So it's doing a few things. And so this, we put in a spray, which is probably stupid. <laughs> Can't win them all. Can't win them all. I thought it was easier for estheticians. Like that was the feedback. Like they can just spray it on a, a pad, like yeah. not the whole pad, just like, corner of the pad mm-hmm. and just pat it on to things. Um, but I've seen women like think this is a glow spray and it's not. Oh, it's, oh, yeah, no. It's, it's, even though it's got beta glucan and sodium hyaluronate, this has, you know, lactic acid at 3% at a pH of four. So the more acidic something is, the stronger something gets. So, you know, it's not like 20% lactic acid, but it's 3% and that's strong enough for down there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also strong enough when you're more sensitive in other places. It has niacinamide, which is vitamin B3. That helps with texture, fading dark spots, willow bark, which is anti-inflammatory. So it has these great things, but it's not supposed to be like yeah. right. spray you walk into. Yeah. <laughs> Victoria's Secret body spray. Yeah. Yeah. It's, not, it's not that. We have women there to like, well, can I just spray it directly on? Sure, but you're just not going to get a focused spray because you don't want this all right. over your labia minora. You, don't, you only want this where like hair meets skin. Okay. Um, like a lot of, uh, people are using it like after waxing just to, mm-hmm. you know, um, we recommend don't use this on the days you shave or wax. Cause you've already exfoliated your skin that day. Mm-hmm. So like, don't double exfoliate. We, you're going to do what you're going to do, but it might sting a little cause you've just taken off a layer. Right. Um, so we have people use this like before, or they're using it like the very next day. But most people I know use it the day of and like do the ouch thing. And then they're like, it's working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're so weird as women. Like if it doesn't sting, it doesn't work. But if it stings, I'm allergic to it. Yes. Right. You know, <laughs> it's a fine line. Again, can't one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. can you use it yeah. as like preventative care too? You know, like if I don't actively have ingrowns. Yep. You totally can. And it keeps that area more acidic. It's, it's, it makes the oil penetrate a little bit more, um, Cause you, the oil works better on like a damper skin. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is something I use a couple times a week. I, I use it on my face a lot more because 
with cumulative um, use of the oil, I just don't need, I don't have a lot of ingrowns anymore, but mm-hmm. I like to exfoliate because your skin does need weekly exfoliation. Um, so two to three times a week, if you have more active bumps or someone with more chronic, you might use it a little bit more on the onset and then you'll back off and resume normal use, but it's just, you can do it at night if you don't want to do it twice a day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if I feel a zit coming on, I'm like, (laughs) you know, love that. Yeah. Um, And then some people just use it as a, like an acidic toner, Mm -hmm. um, pits, you know, my pits, butt blemishes. But I get really dark pits. Oh, I can use it on my yes. armpits. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh Definitely. my God. Yay. That is so cool. So when I've gotten waxed, I've like, they've always told me, yeah, just do like a sugar scrub after. Is mm. that bad? <laughs> so what do they mean? Like right after? Like, like the to pr- 24 like the hours day after. after. Yeah. Yeah. The day to after, prevent ingrowth, probably fine. The reason I don't like a lot of sugar, scrubbing is, first of all, it depends on how your skin's reacting the next day. But the reason I don't like a lot of sugar is there's glycerin. Um, like sugar feeds unwanted bacteria. Sugar, sugar's a source for like yeast, that you know, mm-hmm. yeast infections and things like that. I'm not gonna say her expertise is wrong because she knows you more than I do. But I'm just saying like most scrubs are fine unless you have active bumps. So if you didn't have a lot of active bumps, you weren't feeling very irritated, you weren't very red, then that was probably fine. I did have a lot of bumps and I was really red. So it wasn't. Yeah, then that was probably, (laughs) sorry, sorry. I don't mean to like debunk. No, the only thing she knows more about me is she's actually seen my vulva. (laughs) But I, so far I've spent more time with you. So, (laughs) so in, in, in that case, are you only using like the moisturizer to kind of like calm and soothe and Mm -hmm. that's kind of your go-to? Okay. So this acts, the, the oil we launched with at a time when there wasn't a lot out there, there were more creams and they were like geared toward more menopause, which I wasn't Mm -hmm. yet. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then, you know, there were a lot of ingredients that still weren't great. Um, so I wanted to do something where it was less about essential oils and more about, you know, those lipids that I was telling you about. Mm -hmm. And, so there's a couple essential oils in here that are just about bacteria fighting because we touch down there. There's still vulva skin, mm-hmm. um, but the rest are like really high in those like beautiful omega rich oils. But this acts like second skin. Um, there's also evening primrose in here that helps brighten. Um, it makes the skin really soft. Um, there's meadow foam seal, which is like organic jojoba, but it's really cushiony. It's really like feels really good and it's good for hair too. Um, there's an Ayurvedic blend inspired blend in there. That is what turns it that coral color. Um, and that has like an ingredient called, um, Eclipto-prostrata extract. There's another one called Melia azurata extract. Those are centuries known for like putting the burn out, like taking that itch away. Mm. Um, sesame seed oil. There's like a derm study on like, uh, people with second and third degree burns and how great it was for those burns. So, I worked with a plant expert on this. It took about two years, and then I scaled it in a lab with a FDA eco-certified lab with a woman chemist because women chemists can she can put it on herself and tell me mm-hmm. um, they know nuance better than some of the male chemists I worked with in the past in terms of how it feels, mm-hmm. how you know how it functions, how it feels. So um, this oil is really special and. I use it everywhere now. I use it on my face every night. Don't be afraid if you are more uh, breakout prone. It's so great because it works with the oils of the skin. Um, So a lot of women are using it pretty much everywhere. Um, But so we're trying to figure out, do we, we may need to up the size, Mm -hmm. you know, that's something that we're trying to figure out. So the regimen is really just kind of a couple products. This, if you, if you could only do one just to help your skin every day, it would be this. The oil, um, mm-hmm. you know, the cleanser is like, Hey, do I need a cleanser? you you know, you can decide if you like something that's a little more than just water, but I would say the daily regimen is like these two. And then your weekly exfoliation would come like every couple days, like do it on a Monday, Wednesday, and a Friday, or do it on a Tuesday mm-hmm. and a Saturday. It's like, just depends on what you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. It is like the trifecta of like beauty and health. I feel it is like. kind of blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. And I love how science backed and researched 
these are. Mm-hmm. Like you clearly put in so much fucking work into making sure that these products will do more good than harm, which yeah. I feel like that's not happening that's not enough. Normal. Right. So no, thank you for your service. <laughs> thank you. No, I appreciate that. I, I actually had a probiotic skincare line in the medical channels with a co-founder. It didn't, it wasn't the right, that's a whole other podcast when you want to talk about business partnerships, <laughs> but, um, you know, that, that brought me into this world where it, I really leveled up and, and a lot of medical skincare is, you know, too harsh too. So mm-hmm. it was really navigating, you know, what, what does the skin really want? And not every skin is the same. And, you know, skin's care isn't a one size fits all. So sometimes you do have to cherry pick or sometimes you have to find the thing that works for you right now, but it might not work for you mm-hmm. later. Right. Um, so I understand that. And so we're constantly trying to smarten up and get better on the testing side. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing too. I realized I had one more question about the oil. So if you're applying it to the vulva, do you just apply oh, it yeah. everywhere? Like everywhere. the mons, the outer and the inner labia? Yep. You can, okay. or you can just, if you're, if you don't want to, that's okay too. Like during the day, I don't always, um, I'll use it on the outside, but I might not apply it to, to inner labia mm-hmm. on that. Cause sometimes I'm just lazy and, or I have, I have to go. Mm-hmm. I love it at night though. Um, and like, let's talk about sex too. Um, you know, if you're sexually active, you know, it's okay to use this for foreplay. It's really nice rather than some dude spitting on his hand and putting it down there. Or even like, <laughs> if you don't want to feel loopy, uh-huh. um, you know, you can, you can use this. And it's just really nice. It's like a nice feel. And then if it goes into your vagina, oils don't affect pH. Obviously, if you're, if you read the ingredient deck and you're like, oh, I don't, I'm allergic to jojoba, let's say like, yeah, mm-hmm. then you probably don't want to put this on at all. But mm-hmm. Chances are you're probably not. And, you know, and it's great. We have a lot of women all ages um, saying how much they love it just, you know, every day. And then especially during foreplay. So it's been in mouths. It's been in everywhere. We have nurses using it to put suppositories in in patients. Um, We had a doctor tell us that like got rid of this labia rash that this woman was like had for two years, more than steroids could help. Um, so, but I'm, we're not FDA approved to say it's a lube. Um, it. It's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's not an wow. internal moisturizer. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. I've never been more happy to have all of these products <laughs> at home because I've already <laughs> loved them and I can't believe how many more ways I can use them. It's yeah, amazing. that's the thing. Mm-hmm. We're so funny as women in their life. This is the only area where I would say if it's, you know, it has to be made for this area. Mm-hmm. But like- if it's good for here, it's probably good. It might not be as active though. So if you're trying to get like a vitamin A effect, you know, our oil is probably not going to, you know, make you peel and do those things, but you know, um, but you can't really use your face and most body products down Mm -hmm. there. So Mm -hmm. it's not like it doesn't work the same way. It's not reciprocal. And I think a lot of us in the past at least have used body products Mm -hmm. to wash Mm -hmm. and cleanse down there. And so the other thing I just popped into my head was, I don't know if this is getting too personal, but I've said well, it's never um, <laughs> like when I'm on my period in particular and I have to wipe a lot. That's when I get really raw. And so I feel like the moisturizer would just be top notch, especially for the taint area, too. No, put it honestly, you guys, it just changes the wiping. It just everything mm-hmm. feels just better. Um, even put like so I TMI. So I'm at now 45 and I have a tight vagina and you think that that would be great. My gynecologist told me my right wall of my vagina is too tight and it's causing discomfort. And then I have, you know, thinner skin on the outside, which the oil really helps. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has made tampon like, it's almost like you, you either like age one, you either go gappy or you <laughs> fuse together and I'm fusing together. And I really wish I went gappy. Um, but it's making things like tampons harder. Luckily it's reversible. Like there's some pelvic floor things you can do. Mm -hmm. There's some things you can do. So we're so lucky to have all of these answers and options and more progressive conversations. And, Mm -hmm. and, and like, I think I'm manifesting all these things. So I find a a better way to, to help, help myself and help other women. Yeah, (laughs) completely. Well, where can our listeners continue connecting with you after the episode? Thank you for asking. I mean, we're pretty active on our, on our um, Instagram. I would say Instagram's our biggest platform and our handles, ladiesweet underscore beauty. 
we're not a beauty brand, but that was the only thing available in 2018. Yeah. Um, so we're actually um, changing our URL, URL finally because I finally was able to buy Just Lady Suite. Congratulations. Like $9,000. Like, so, so we're in the process of changing things over slowly. But our website's ladysweetbeauty.com right now. And then our, our IG handle is probably the best. Okie pokey, artichokey. So how cool is it that you can use all of the Lady Sweet products on things like your underarms? So cool. You can literally use it on your entire body. Yeah, your face, your hair, like the oil can be used in like your skin, your face. <laughs> What else? Your face, skin. (laughs) Your face, your hair, your hands. Like, Mm -hmm. I just love how multi-purpose all of these products are. And I'm someone with dark-ass armpits, if you didn't gather that from the tangent I went on. Um, And I'm so excited to use it under my my arms. I always use it in my butt. (laughs) And I know that that was such a real statement because of your face that you just made. Yeah, well, if I'm washing my vulva... That feels rude not to wash my butt. Doesn't that feel rude? I mean, I just, it's so important to wash your ass. Yeah. With with a man with an unwashed ass. (laughs) What's that TikTok sound? Ah, I forget. But that's, yeah, you should always wash your ass. Thank you so much, Therese, for being on the episode today. I love you and Lady Sweet. (laughs) Thank you to our listeners because we love you and we miss you. And if you love us and miss us, if this episode, if you learned anything cool, which we know that you did, there is mm-hmm. no way you Don't knew lie everything to me. in this. Don't lie. Honestly, I tell my partner things daily and he'll be like, yeah, I knew that. No. And nothing is more frustrating than you being excited to tell somebody something and then being like, yeah, I know. Getting a yeah. So now he pretends not to know. <laughs> As he should. To make me feel good. Um, but then it's also... Anyways, um, send this to somebody that you think could learn a thing or two. Or or maybe as a ass. stinky puss. <laughs> oh, got a stinky puss in a stinky hole. Puss know. hole. A stinky puss hole. Yeah. But you don't put this in your holes. No. That was a That was a big clarification. Outside your holes. Um... Yeah, share the love, spread the love, spread your ass, spread and your wash ass, it. and <laughs> and clean that baby right up. Yeah. Uh, share with somebody who you want to help clean their ass, or mm-hmm. who you want to help clean yours, and yeah. you can leave a review on Ipil. Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, leave soap, leave <laughs> leave a soap, leave a soap bar. That's all we got. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>